The Heather McCoy Show. And welcome back to The Heather McCoy Show. Joining us online is Robert Larson. He joins us from the other side of Cleveland National Forest. Welcome to the show, Robert. Hey, Heather. Always fun to do this. Always fun to talk about the Illinois Empire. And we have more details on the guy who murdered his grandma in the city of Marietta. Uh, the story, if you recall, involved getting out all the bleach and pouring it all over the house, uh, buying machetes, gloves, and the aforementioned bleach and Rubbermaid and a large Rubbermaid container all at Walmart. It sounds like a great Walmart commercial for all your first-degree murder needs. Um, apparently, Grandma snitched on them for graffiti and vandalism, and so she had to die, of course. Um, they still haven't found the body, but the friend got a light sentence, and he's given us some more information and details on the crime. Yeah, it's interesting, this creepy story that we have. The uh, guy uh, the guy who's charged with and still pleading not guilty of, of killing his grandmother is Kyle McLean, 21-year-old guy, and he's being held on $1 million bail. Uh, his friend, Neil Erickson, who's 18 years old, has kind of uh, pled guilty to being an accessory after the fact to murder. Uh, so, you know, he didn't, wasn't involved in the murder at all, but did go to Walmart to purchase these items, which seemed to be to dispose of the body, uh, which is still has not been found. So, uh, um, Neil Erickson, uh, he's getting, uh, I think they said, uh, nine months in jail and five years probation. Um, you know, seems kind of light, but he, he's not, you know, he wasn't involved in the actual murder at all, but he was hanging around with this guy. Uh, Neil Erickson is, uh, was kicked out of his house, uh, by his parents because he was smoking marijuana. They didn't like that. They, he was kind of like sort of on the outs. He didn't really have anywhere to go and had met this guy, um, um, Kyle McLean. And, uh, they seemed like there was a, you know, like drug buddy kind of thing. There was a, a girl, they had a mutual uh, female friend, and it seemed to all be related to drugs. But anyway, yeah, they had been, or both of them had, the guys had been arrested for uh, graffiti and vandalism. And uh, what one of the phrases that Neil Erickson has given to the authorities was that uh, Kyle McLean had said that, you know, his grandma had to die because she snitched on them. So presumably it was over the graffiti and vandalism stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it seems sensible to me. Grandma has to die for turning us in for vandalism. But, yeah, I know. It's pretty pretty uh, creepy and grim stuff. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's like you sort of hope they find the body just so there's some kind of closure here. But, you know, it's going to be a really grim situation if, the body is uh, discovered. Apparently, Neil Erickson, who's, you know, his case is sort of closed, doesn't, wasn't involved in disposing of the body because he hasn't turned over that information and he was otherwise very forthcoming about everything. I mean, he, and he's feeling very remorseful and realizes he did a really wrong thing. So, uh, but I guess he just went to the Walmart and purchased these items and he saw the dead body, but I don't think he was involved at all in actually disposing of it. So he just saw the dead body for a very brief time and then his uh, friend did the rest of it. Yeah, the friend huh. showed him the body in the trunk of the car and uh, then said, you know, we need to take care of this. We, and so he accompanied him to Walmart. They bought the machetes, the bleach, the gloves. And, uh, but, um, uh, in, yeah, Neil Erickson doesn't doesn't 
know where the body is. He he did direct the police to a uh, machete with blood on it that he had disposed of in uh, they call it you know saying a remote location. So um, I think you know maybe he. The other guy, Kyle McLean, did the chopping up or whatever and burying the parts. And, oh, uh, God. He'll just uh, disposed of the machete for him or something. One, I, you know, it, it's it's a little, a little bit murky, but I, I don't uh, think he'd be getting off with nine months only if they didn't feel that he'd given them all the information he had. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, moving on to another story. Uh, well, ha- we have an update on a story we covered a while ago about a guy who killed his girlfriend who happened to be a therapist. At the time, we reported that the th- he killed his therapist and they were also dating. But this turns out not to be the case. But it's still kind of a weird like circle they kind of tra- met in, apparently. Yeah, uh, this is a guy, uh, Joseph David Dorsey, um, 28, and, and the girlfriend he's convicted of, of killing, she was uh, quite a bit older than him. She was in her, she was 47. And uh, anyway, um, she was working in a program that's called MOMS, M-O-M-S, that's an acronym for I'm not sure what, but they uh, – deal they, they uh, work with assisting women who have uh, drug alcohol and mental health problems so uh, this guy joseph dorsey appears to have drug alcohol and mental health problems so i don't think she was necessarily counseling him but maybe counseling women uh that he knew or something or maybe that he had victimized or maybe she, it was one of those type of situations where she was trying to be the savior kind of character. Some women do get into these kind of relationships with guys and, you know, feeling like they can, you know, save them. I mean, men do it too. It works both ways. But anyway, um, the prosecutor is saying that this guy, uh, Joseph Dorsey was, uh, highly manipulated, manipulative, uh, cool and calculated all those kind of signature traits of a real uh, sociopath i mean and he seemed to they have a videotape confession from him where he just talks about how he she said something that he didn't like this is when they were in bed together and he found it offensive or something and he strangled her and didn't feel she was quite dead so wrapped a corner of cord around her neck and wasn't quite sure then so you know put her head under the water in the bathtub and yeah. Then once he was sure she was dead, took her to a, put her in a suitcase and left her at a motel room, and then he fled to Mexico. But he was extradited and convicted. We talked about that last time, and so now he's get he's been sentenced to fifty six years to life, which, uh, um, I don't know, <laughs> fifty six years maybe doesn't seem enough, knowing that sometimes people get out in half the time. But uh, I think he's going to be away for he'll be old before he ever gets out, if at all. Yeah, 56 years doesn't sound quite like enough, but we did learn something else is that after he killed her, he like took her credit card and had a good meal at Denny's. Yeah, you know, again, this is all the kind of cold calculating sociopath uh, type character who after murdering her, oh, I'll just take her ATM card, go uh, get some cash maybe and then uh, go to Denny's and have a milkshake. So, you know, just a little bit. <laughs> just to take the edge off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just not a 
real uh, pleasant character, locked up as he should be, you know? Oh, definitely. He kind of um, reminds me of that Phil Henry character who had this, he, he would be reporting on the Michael Jackson case, and he was a pedophile, and then every time Phil Henry would say, oh, that's gross, Herb, he would talk about his uh, friend that's in um, a, a Tascadero who's so sick they'll never let him out, Walter Bellhaven. <laughs> So, anyways, um, well, there's another may uh, murder and mayhem story, possibly in Winchester. A fire broke out on a mobile home. A body was found inside the mobile home after the fire was put out. Now they're investigating for a homicide. Yeah, uh, they don't have a lot of details on this. It just happened on Thursday, and they don't even have the name of the victim yet. And so they are... Um well, no, they they do. They say the identity of the victim is being withheld pending notification of next of kin. So they, I guess, they do uh, know who it is. But you know, that they gotta notify the family before they put the name out there. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's a mobile home that uh, burns to burn to the ground uh, or, or burn quite badly. Those things go up real quickly when they're on fire. But anyway, um, they after it was put out, they found this body inside and it. Their feeling, it seems to be, that it wasn't just like somebody who just couldn't get out in time, that it, they're thinking it was a homicide. So maybe the person was already killed, and this was a way of sort of like covering it over or something, covering it up. But I, I hope the person was already dead, because that's a horrible way to die. Um, you know, but anyway, we'll, we'll see how this plays out. But, I mean, it looks like it could very well be another murderous uh, story here in the area. One question about that. Is the mobile anywhere if the mobile home was in a whole park of mobile homes, or was it just out by itself on a track of land that the guy owned? Yeah, they don't uh, They don't say that. Uh, being, um, there are, you know, a fair amount of uh, uh, mobile home parks in this area, but uh, Winchester has a lot of wide open areas where presumably somebody could just have a little lot uh, of land and just put up a mobile home and the zoning would probably allow for it so but they don't say one way or another on that huh because if he's out there by himself or if she's out there by herself it's gonna be a lot harder to figure this thing out as opposed to you know if it was in a park someone might see someone coming and going and that kind of thing right and if it's somebody that didn't have neighbors around and you know it could be just one of those accidental fires and the person was uh, incapacitated for some reason, but uh, they're not giving out a lot of information, but the authorities seem to feel that there's evidence that this was not strictly accidental, that somebody was intending for this person to die, so yeah. suspecting a homicide. We'll leave off uh, this gruesome version of the from the other side of the Cleveland National Forest with a car crash on the 60 freeway, one car caught on fire, the passenger's head, one passenger's head was caught on fire. She'll be okay, but, uh, I, you know, witnesses were saying that it was the grossest thing they've ever seen. I just, hearing about this, turned my stomach. Yeah, I mean, you know, we know people burn in car crashes sometimes, and this was just, uh, you know, this was a real serious crash on the 60 freeway in the Riverside area. And, I mean, they closed down the freeway, and they had to bring in a, helicopter ambulance so yeah two cars collided uh, one uh, just immediately burst into flames the driver in that vehicle got out okay but the passenger uh didn't and was 
on fire and people that were stopped saw this and you know, some heroic people came and took her out of the car uh, apparently she couldn't get out on her own and then a uh, UPS driver that, I guess they all have fire extinguishers in their trucks you know had it and was thinking quickly and got it and, and put her out but I mean he the, the quote to get from him is her whole head was on fire. One of the most horrific things I have seen. Somebody burning alive. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it just, yeah, you, like you said, it's, it's hor- horrific even hearing about it and just kind of weird that they weren't saying like her whole body was on fire, but just her head. And I'm there, I guess they're saying that she's going to survive. I don't know if she's going to be okay. Maybe, I don't know if you're ever okay after you've been on fire like that. But uh, hopefully she won't be seriously disfigured. But, yeah, just a kind of creepy story, sad and tragic. And But, I mean, not not as sad and tragic as it could be, being that she was rescued and she's going to survive. Oh, definitely. Um, Robert Larson, he joins us from the other side of the Cleveland National Forest. Thanks for being on the show, Robert. Always my pleasure. And this, of course, is the Heather McCoy Show. <laughs> 